Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, welcome to Confession Dog Podcast, episode 138. I'm talking to Chris Ryan and my co host. My actual co host today is Cassandra Stockley of the Newfoundland Labrador Brain Association. But uh, I'm, we're talking to Chris Ryan, who is an artist, music artist here in St. John's. And uh, But before I talk to Chris about his experience with concussions, which is pretty pretty eventful. So uh, we'll, get him, we'll get him to talk about it. But uh, well, first, I would like to thank my sponsor, HeadCheck Health. HeadCheck Health bridges the gaps in concussion care through simple, powerful technology. Organizations like the Canadian Football League, Pack Factory Racing, the Canadian Junior Hockey League, Eastern Washington University, and Volleyball Canada rely on HeadCheck Health to improve communication and to improve communication and optimize care. Visit HeadCheckHealth.com for more. Yeah, I'm uh, careful that one, but uh, you get the idea. Um, so, anyway, so uh, Chris and Cassandra will disclose. And Chris, Welcome to welcome to the podcast, and thanks for joining me. And uh, yeah. so, first, I guess let's get you just to talk, buddy. Who is Chris Ryan, and what and what? Uh, yeah, just in your, your music, you and your music. So, how do you how uh, do you do stuff and all that? Well, that thing, but I mean, I, I guess professionally, professionally, I'm a Canadian country artist. Uh, I still play around the scene, of course, in St. John's. Uh, keeps the wolves away from the door but i've been uh, fortunate enough to work with uh several different artists throughout canada um and done some work in the states as well um my last five singles have been within the top 100 canadian country charts um my current single just got placed uh, it's a christmas single actually just got placed in a hallmark movie i saw that in this room yeah yeah, so that was uh, that was pretty surreal. First placement I've ever had. Um, when's when's the movie come out? When's it, the uh, the movie the movie actually came out on November the twenty seventh, Sunday, November twenty seventh. So you can buy it on iTunes or rent it on iTunes. Uh, it's on Super Channel in the states or in Canada. In the states, it's on Up TV. Okay. Uh, it's a movie called uh, Christmas in Wolf Creek. Um, and yeah, just uh, excited to kind of get back on the road. I did about nine weeks this summer uh, through the Maritimes on two different trips. And then we did some stuff in rural Newfoundland nice. uh, with festivals and the Music and L Awards and so on and so forth. But uh, we're just kind of living the 
uh, I, I've lived with post-concussion syndrome for about uh, almost 20 years, um, but uh, now we're living post-COVID uh, syndrome. So just trying to get back to normal and get back into uh, seeing, seeing other people and, and, and getting out of our homes and getting back to something close to normal. Great. So what's up? But, well, before Sandra asked you about, she's going to ask you anything, but just who are you with the background, like growing up, that sort of thing? Uh, growing up, I was a stupid, rambunctious kid, I think, like a lot of us. Uh, I was always active, played softball, volleyball, uh, a lot of hockey. Still play hockey, stupidly, but a whole lot safer than I used to. Um race mountain bikes, love snowmobiles, love ATVs. Uh, if there was something stupid you could do, if you could put it in the air and it wasn't supposed to go in the air, I tried to do it. Um, and then that all kind of came to a head. I was 18 years old. Uh, I was racing mountain bikes with the bicycle Newfoundland BNL here. Um, and took a 20 foot drop overshot the landing uh and woke up in a ct machine um don't really have any recollection in between me going down first until uh i came to the machine and had no idea i was strapped down because they didn't know i was cognizant like i was awake but i just i didn't know what was going on i was completely in a fog uh i was i was i had a pick i was driving a truck at the time because i had the bike so uh, my little brother was with me uh but i had no idea what was going on i had no idea that i was hurt i just knew something wasn't right uh i just figured i had a headache so i drove home when i walked in the the house my mother uh who since passed was a nurse and she could see it in my face, you know. I was just, yeah. I was, I was pillow sheet white. That was it. So it was right away. And I don't remember any of this. All that stuff is all like Here's told it. to me. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff is told to me from my brother and, and my mother who were there. Yeah. Right. Um, but uh, even then, I mean, that's almost twenty years ago now. Uh, I'm thirty six. Um, and even then, uh, they didn't. Like the the nurses in the emergency room, they knew something was wrong. Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't. No, no. necessarily no. And that's and that's the kind of crazy thing that we which we briefly touched on before is that like concussions have come such a to become such such more of a focal point uh, yeah. because of because of media and social media and uh, it's great in the sense that you know I I it's, social media is my nemesis because I kind of like to live it a little bit more private but uh of course because of what i do uh, I, I i lose that i lose that novelty <laughs> or that 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 privilege yeah okay well cassandra you want to yeah so i know you mentioned you have a fairly extensive experience with concussions did you want to tell us a bit more about that and maybe some challenges and obstacles you might have encountered along the way uh certainly um so uh, one of the biggest things I found is that uh, one one part of the stigma and one part of uh, everything that uh, obviously, you know, those of, like yourself who study concussions uh, and, and head trauma is that, first of all, once you get one, you're getting another one, uh, whether it's diagnosed or not. It's so much easier to get one. I've gotten... 
I got a concussion from hitting my head off a desk counter. Um, and I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm stubborn. I'm the first person to admit it. So something's got to be falling off for me to go to a hospital. But like, I knew exactly at that moment that I had a concussion. Second of all is the resi- the residual effects. Uh, residuals in the music industry are great because that means you're getting paid. Residuals with concussions are absolutely horrendous because uh, I've gone through nights where I've literally had to fight through a gig because there's a spotlight on you, literally a light beaming down on top of your eyebrows. And that's just, you know, light sensitivity is, is, is insane. Uh, sudden movements, uh, depth perception at times can be like, you know, you're looking at, you're looking, I've talked to friends of mine who have had concussion uh, issues and uh, a strong history as well. And like, you know, you're looking at a puck and you think the puck is there and you move your hand. The timing and everything is perfect, but you just move completely over the puck because your depth perception is just not there. Um, and I just, I found, uh, I remember the ECMAs, East Coast Musical Awards were in Charlottetown in 2019. And uh, I had uh, dumped off a snowmobile. You would think I would be smart enough to not do this anymore, but it's <laughs> another story. Uh, but I was I was about two and a half months out from that accident, and just the light show. I was sitting in the, in the crowd, but just the light show from like you know I was sat down at a table with a bunch of people. One of them just happened to be a GP, and he just kept looking at me. He was like, "Are you okay? You know, are you feeling okay? Do you want water?" I was like, it doesn't matter if it's water or if it's whiskey, if it's, you know, holy water, there's just nothing, nothing is going to save me from looking like this. And this is the best way for those of you who don't know or have never been diagnosed with a concussion. You're literally looking like this. If you take your hands up and you just try to focus on what is going on behind that hand, this is what it seems like. And that's the best way to describe it to people. I've worked with hockey schools and stuff like that. And, you know, I've I've had to talk about this stuff before because now it's so much. Now it's almost to the point where there's a hypersensitivity and a kid falls, and it's like, oh, well, you have a concussion, and that's great because it's preventative. But in the same breath, for somebody who has, uh, you know, experienced the 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 side of it where you know you've been I've been on the worst of it. I've been unconscious. I've been you know, there, whereas, yes, there is a small one, but they all need to be addressed 100%. But I also think that there is, you know, that scapegoat yeah, uh, that can be used where people say, okay, well, I think I have a concussion. I shouldn't do this. There's one way to look at that. There's the way of, okay, I think I have a concussion. I'm going to be preventative, which is great. Yeah. But then there's the other side of it as well. Well, I have a headache. Uh, I don't think I'm going to go into the office today. Okay, well, did the two bottles of Pinot Noir last night, is that why you have a headache? Or is that, you know, did you fall downstairs and did you hit your head? Yeah. And sadly, like I, I think that I think that concussions personally, um, and this is not, of course, not to discount any other uh, disease uh, terminally or otherwise, but I think concussions are one of the scariest and most dangerous injuries because 
of the unknown. Yeah. Like you can get a CT scan. Uh, I actually just recently, this is why we, we started this conversation and reached out. Uh, I recently took a foolish tumble trying not to wake my girlfriend up in be- uh, while she was in bed. And I went to the washroom, came back, tripped up. And I hit my stationary bike, which is in the bay window of my bedroom. And she woke up, of course, because of the thud. And there's blood everywhere. I'm about to split my head open. And this one led to like hallucinations. And <laughs> it was it was crazy. Yeah. And of course, that's another side of it is that um, not to kind of ramble on, but the spider effect of concussions is that the people around you, if you're uh, a concussion you know, if you frequently have had concussions that don't understand the residual effects of it, uh, I think that that is quite scary as well. If you're not familiar with somebody who has concussions, I guess it's like anybody else who may have, you know, some sort of illness, whether it's diabetes, whether it's, you know, anything like that. If you're with somebody as a partner who is not familiar with that, there are moments that can be quite, uh, quite scary when yeah. you're looking at somebody who's who's suffering through, you know, post-concussion syndromes or she symptoms. Girlfriend. You just, you just... Yeah, she just she just snuck in there. Yeah. She's just she's giving me an invoice that I printed off at about one yeah. o'clock last night. So it's not an invoice from her, so that's good. <laughs> um you mentioned uh you want to say anything, but it's sort of question about your you were saying the lights you were on you were in some stage and the lights and stuff in your eyes. So how has it affected your you're touring and you're, you're writing, but I guess start off with touring. How's it affected your ability to tour, play live, that sort of thing? Uh, I mean, I find it. Uh, I, I find it comes and goes. Uh, and you know, as 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 people who are familiar with the head injuries, uh, I, you know, I have my good days and bad days. Whether I'm currently, you know, going through concussions or immediate post concussion, or if it's just. Uh, you know, you're having a bad day. You don't feel great. You just, you know, it's kind of like one of those compounding things. It's like, it's, it's the domino effect where, you know, you're a little bit stressed out. You got a headache because you have a headache. We all get a headache because it's a stress yeah. headache or it's a whatever. And then that all just kind of dominoes into thinking of the same thing. And, you know, you just focus, focus other ways. There are ways as a musician and as a performer, whether you're in a theater uh, theater play or you're a, a, a poet or a speaker uh, there are ways to do it um, I find finding focus points or as I call them not focus points so a lot of times when I'm singing them like that the microphone is here I'm looking at the microphone right now now the, the people ahead of me yeah they might think that I'm looking directly at them but I'm just focusing on my microphone because that keeps me from getting distracted by everything that comes on up here. So I, it's just, there's just little things that you kind of learn as you go is the best way to describe it, you know? But yeah, in in, in terms of like, in terms of like effects and performance and stuff like that, I mean, if I've only, I've only really skipped out on one or two. And that was because uh, my, my, my partner who just snuck in here, yeah, and photo bombed. We'll talk about later. Um, <laughs> no, uh, you know it's uh, she. She looked at me. She's like, you can't, you can't play tonight. Yeah, you, you, you had to sub this out. Like, you cannot play tonight. 
you know, and it's, and it's, it was just like, it was things that I didn't even realize. Like I was walking somewhat sideways. Yeah. You know, your equilibrium goes and, uh, the, the, like, there's so many different symptoms. Yeah. It's hard that to know what you're saying. It's crazy, right? Like, you know, yeah. like vertigo. I never, I, I had, I had nine concussions before I ever experienced vertigo. Go to the doctor. I'm like, well, why the heck does it feel like I'm lying down this way and the room is doing this? Yeah. And I feel like I'm on an inversion board. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, well, have you had a history of concussions or have you had any head injuries? I'm like, did you look at my file? Just look at the file. It's yeah. like this big. <laughs> and then they look at it and they're like, yeah, well, it's amazing that you haven't experienced this before. Yeah. So, you know, in terms of professional, you know, I've only kind of skipped out on one, everything else you just power through because at the end of the day, and this is a terrible thing to say, and anybody listening, I do not suggest this at all. Um, but for me, I'm just kind of like a, a power through it and it'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, which is the wrong thing to do. Um, you know, lying in a dark room with some sort of ambient noise lightly in the background that's the best thing to do if you're really feeling if your body is being overcome and overtaken by this just get the heck away from everything turn your phone on airplane mode it you know you lose a day or you lose a day of your life whereas you're going to lose you know an exponential amount of days of comfort yeah Right. And that's the thing. It's just, you know, you have to eventually you have to, you know, we look at the, I've heard a couple of your previous casts and, uh, and done, you know, enough research. I, I could probably be medically, I could diagnose myself with a concussion easily. I have done it. Um, but, uh, the CTE thing is something that I'm sure we'll touch on later, but the CTE thing is crazy because, you know, it can't be diagnosed until an autopsy is done. And, yeah. How the hell do you know if you got CTE if you're the it's one like, getting the autopsy? Yeah, just yeah. The only thing is like, don't worry about it. But that seizure wagers have been done, and that's but that's unfortunate. I can't do. But um, I guess so. Uh, I don't know if you sent a question now. Do you or did you like to happen? Yeah. No. Um, you briefly mentioned some like challenges, obstacles you've encountered. In some ways, you've kind of gotten through it. Is there anything you found? to be helpful in coping and dealing with any of the symptoms you've had? Uh, I, I find that just uh, doing nothing. I mean, it, it sounds terrible, but like literally just don't lift the pencil. Don't lift, you know, like you, they, when you, when you get your concussion, you say you get diagnosed with a concussion, they say, okay, well, you have two weeks. Yeah. You had two weeks. You don't have two weeks. Two weeks is preventative. All right. You take your two weeks. And then you try and get your, you know, you try to move in a way that is going to raise your heart rate. And at the first sign of nausea, at the first sign of blurriness, at the first sign of a, a headache, and then like that, done. Then you go right back. And if that was two weeks at the beginning of it. Yeah. You get another two weeks to go. And it feels like it takes forever and it's way easier said than done. And I understand that as somebody who is active and has to be doing something at all times. Um, you, it's, it's, there's just, there's no way. And then, you know, you, you gradually do come back 
um, you come back to feeling like it's okay to ride an exercise bike. You feel like it's okay to lift a weight. Um, but for me, you know, in terms of being preventative or, or, or dealing with, uh, symptoms and stuff like that, I, I, I try to avoid, uh, like quick jolts of the head or, I don't know. It's, it's all, it's, it's almost better in some ways because I'm, I'm less skittish just because I don't want to make that quick jolt of the head, uh, because I'm afraid it'll, I don't know how much gel is in between the brain and the skull anymore. I think it's, uh, it's been pretty decreased. And that's another thing that was, that I've, uh, I've studied a little bit into is, uh, the regeneration of that. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. Yeah, like that that's that's no, not a liver. Not. That doesn't fully regenerate. Yeah. What's it called? The spinal fluid. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. Jesus. So and like that doesn't fully regenerate. So it's uh I don't, I don't know, man. It's it's it, it's so terrible. And it's if there's one thing that you could say to anybody who's not familiar with them, it's, it's when when I talk about concussions, and I've had to talk about this a lot with a lot of different people, just to try and make them understand what's going through my head, because yeah. people look at you and they'll say, "Okay, you're sick." Like, no, I'm not sick. I just, yeah, yeah. This is what I'm going through right now, and in a sense, I say that I got lucky because my first concussion was one of the worst ones. Yeah. Until I had my next bad one, and my first one taught me a lot really, really quickly. It's not, you know, it's it's not a broken bone where it goes in a cast and six weeks later it comes out and you can just go right back to normal. It's uh, the, the scariest part of it is, is that you can feel completely normal. You can yeah. feel like you did when you were 10 years old and it was your birthday and you're blowing out that stupid McDonald's cake in the ballroom and all your kids, all your friends around, everything was great. You can feel like that, and then you go to do something. You go to Move. reach. You you go to reach for something that's about to roll off the counter. Yeah. Or you know, like something like a, a tree branch is going to fall, so you automatically go t- to try and grab it. And that exertion, the next thing you know, like you're you're stumbling a little bit, or you start to get into that fog again. And you yeah. know, for those of you listening, and those of, if you're watching on. I mean, when I, when you put your, when you open your four fingers and you look through them, that's the best way that I can describe it to somebody who has never experienced it before. Yeah. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. So, so has, this, has this, I mean, I want to ask you about, but like CD, the long-term effects, but also but more about your, your songwriting. Is that, is that really like you know, all these, I mean, all these effects that you're talking about, like this, basically, I have double vision, so I kind of know the whole, the spinning, the vertigo, that, that whole thing, but is that a, do you find that has affected the way, not necessarily your songs, but the way you write, like your process and, and even your, I mean, your lyrics too, but I mean, the process by which you go through writing, you know, do you, do you know the difference even though? So yeah, no, I, I, I definitely, uh, I definitely notice a difference in the writing, uh, in the sense of, um, it's, it's a focus thing, you know, like you could be in a writing session, like a, a writing session could take 10 minutes. It could take three hours. Yeah. Uh, and that, you know, that's again, something that's very specific to, to my discipline of work, but, um, there's a lot of times where I'll get, you know, two hours in and I'm just kind of like, I, I got to check out. Yeah. And it's just kind of, okay. We're on to something that we, you know, feels great here when it's a co-write, when it's with somebody else. And even when I'm writing by myself, like if I'm struggling and I can't, I can't get past this. I know that no matter how much I'm struggling and no matter how much I'm fighting for this to work, I'm not going to further this at this exact moment. So I just kind of like side push it and, uh, and revisit it. And like focus is a focus is a big thing that I find like, you know, I do uh, when I look at it from a work perspective, whether it's paperwork or, you know, like going through tax receipts or going through um, grant submissions and stuff like that. I work way better at night because it's dark. Yeah. I sit at my desk, I have a lamp on, I put fireplace on, and that's the only light that I have. Right? Mm -hmm. Like for me to sit down for me to sit down for five hours at my desk and try to punch through stuff while there's lights beaming in here and lights beaming in here. Yeah. Uh, um I find that that's just it, it's exhausting. It it's it's far more exhilarating, uh, you know, like it it's taking far more out of me to work under that situation than it is while the room is darker. And your surroundings are, uh, you know, a little bit more subdued. Right. So is it? Is it like? I mean, I mean that the process is low. So does that does the process itself, as well as your concussions, affect what you write? Like your the, the lyrics or your or even just your music, your stuff, your guitar. Yeah, you could certainly you could certainly say that it, that it, that it comes in. I think there's a part of uh, the writing process that is that's always personal. No matter how many times you say, 
like so- songs aren't always autobiographical. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I know people who have written love songs who just got their heart broken, and at that point in time, they don't even believe that love exists. But you know, a song is a song. We're storytellers. Yeah, it doesn't have to necessarily be about us. But at the same time, you know, life experiences and specific life experiences, whether it's concussions or heartbreak or cheated on or losing somebody or you know the dog you know went to the bathroom on the rug or something like that like it, all that stuff kind of comes out in writing it at some you know there's always that in your back pocket that you can kind of say uh oh well this happened and it, it could be you know it could be taken several different ways and that's one of the things about being a writer um i just touched on this uh briefly the other day in an interview about the christmas song is that you know like christmas is a crazy time for a lot of people because it can be a time that they remember you know somebody they've lost or they have fond memories or they have terrible memories um or they just love the season so my song is not specifically that that specific song is not necessarily about me and and the way that I feel about Christmas because it's going to hit everybody differently. And that's why I find it quite, uh, quite interesting that it got placed in a movie because for it to be placed in a movie, uh, means that it was specific and that the musical directors found that it was, uh, specific for that scene and it's, and it, and it fit that scene. So that's kind of the fun thing about what I do is that, you know, Sandra and Nick, Jimmy, James, whomever, uh, can all hear the same song right. and receive it differently. So you find so you find about that way you find it's kind of therapeutic at least way I know you're saying before before we started when you were or no with Jimmy were recording. They were a private person, although we know your music and stuff and you're on stage and you're performing. But uh do you find they kind of therapeutic way to reach out to different people? It's it, it yeah, I I I find writing I find writing is very double edged. Um, like I said, there's times that you struggle, and there's times that I can't focus, and then there's times where like the words are just kind of coming out, and it's just like, you know that that weight off your shoulders. And I'm not sure. I know you have a Cassandra. Have you have you had head injuries before? Yes, I've had six concussions in the past. Yeah, there you go. So it's like you know. It's it's almost like it's uh it's the phantom pain you know you hear about somebody who has a uh, who has an amputation and the worst yeah. pain that they have and they're that it's excruciating is is in their toe but their toe is act like you know from their knee down their leg has been removed yeah um the best way to say it like if if you get that release from writing something or speaking with somebody uh when you're finally out of your concussion protocol or whatever you choose to call it um that's like that's like taking the weight of the world off your shoulders because literally the stress is coming down here like this is where you're weighing so much of this because it you know it comes back to to spinal tissue and spinal fluid yeah uh and again that's not a medical opinion that's just like a you know a, a presumption from me just because i've I've felt it you know you you carry a lot of stress in your upper back and in your shoulders and I, there there's not much more out there to be stressed about than 
being somebody who has had who who is experiencing concussion symptoms. You said, well, the, and Cassandra, do you, you want to do Joe Kessner? Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was just wondering mm-hmm. if there's anything you'd like the listeners to know about concussion, just anything in general, or uh, they suck. Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, she's gone. She's just left. Uh, she's, she snuck out. She never even said goodbye to you guys. No, I don't. Rude. <laughs> I'm gonna get yelled at for that as soon as this is over. Uh, you know what? Um, listen to your doctors um, is, is the first thing. Um, but the other thing is is that even if you haven't had a concussion, it's if if you have a minute. And I mean, we all have a minute in a day. Yeah. And by a minute, I mean like a spell, you know, like you're five, 10 minutes while you're watching the football game, the commercials come on. Or while you're watching the Desperate Housewives of Conception Bay South or whatever it is, like, you, you know, in between episodes and you want to just kind of like have a palate cleanse and you want to read about something. Uh, head trauma is... There's so much out there to read about, and a lot of it will always come back to the same nucleus. Yeah. For, like, no pun intended. A lot of it will come back to the same nucleus. Um, but it's it's a it's it's like people with heart issues. It's like it's like people who have diabetes and, and kidney issues. It's it is it is an illness. It is it's not a necessarily a disease. But the you know you see the you see the uh, commercials for heart and stroke, and they tell you what to look for. Yeah, because a lot of times you'll go into a hospital, and unless you're on a gurney, you go in. They'll be like, "Okay, so you have a concussion. Have you had a concussion before?" Yes. All right. Well, they give you your. I don't know if it's like this as much now. Um. But I remember the first time I went in, they went in, they say, you have a grade one, you have a grade two, you have a grade three concussion. Grade three concussion, you probably lost consciousness. Um, You know, grade two concussion, you have certain certain symptoms. Grade one concussion, they're like, okay, well, whatever. We saw it this year in the NFL football where this two – I can't remember his last name. You were talking to the guy in Michigan State. Yeah. Yeah. Um last name The guy the guy comes out and play and plays two more plays. Like there's no doubt he has a concussion. The guy fell yeah. down. Yeah. Like he didn't fell he didn't fall down because he was like running around in circles on top of a baseball bat to make himself dizzy. Like he he had a head trauma. Yeah. And you know, it's just the more the, the more that you know and the more that you know you can go with and and experience uh and take in platforms like this like the, the, these shows are like a half hour and it's people talking about it's it's people who are talking about what they've gone through and experienced this it's great to know it on both ends it's great to know that okay well i experienced vertigo well chris experienced vertigo and when he went and talked to a neurologist they said well that's probably Nine chances out of ten, it's probably a residual effect of a concussion. But at the same time, my little brother, I think, was in eight, eight or nine or ten when I got my first one, and he idolized me as a kid, so he wanted to be there when I did everything. Yeah. 
when he was at 10 years old and he's looking at his big brother, who's practically at the time his hero, I definitely know his hero now. He's far, far more intelligent and, and well brought up than I am. Um, but when he's looking at me, he has no idea. Like he, he's like, he's scared to soil himself right at this point. You know, like yeah. he's, he's at that point. It can be very, I've, I've been on both sides of it where I've seen guys get uh, hit and get concussions and sit down on the bench. And the next thing you know, they just fall backwards. It's just, it's out of it. And there's no, like, you know, obviously there's a head trauma there, but it's scary because you're looking at, you're looking at a, you know, like the eyes of a shark, like they're just completely white. Um, So for those of you who have never experienced it, um, it, it never takes, it never hurts to take five, 10 minutes to read up about these things here and there. If you are that type of person, if you're a curious person, uh, parents, especially, uh, if you have active children, um, you know, know the signs, know, know what to look for, because if you don't know what to look for, you know, you're, you're going to lose yourself a whole lot of time in an emergency room. Um, and just be, you know, uh, it, it's a concussion. Concussions are uh, are a cautionary tale, yeah. and you know, I I I love both love and hate the fact that it is as public now as it is because it is obviously drawing a whole lot more light, uh, and there is far more exposure on on head traumas and head injuries uh, than there was, you know, twenty years ago when I played hockey and, and threw mountain bikes over the side of hills and cliffs and was young and stupid as opposed to being old and still stupid. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, at the same time, it, it, don't crutch it. Don't use it as a, Oh, well, he's got a concussion because if they don't have a concussion and then they really do have a concussion. Yeah. That can be, that can be far scarier. Yeah. You know, like if you just don't, don't assume, don't assume, uh, it's the sort of thing that, uh, and this is just personal. This is just like my personal advice and the way that I I view it is, uh, you know, it, it it's not going away. If you keep if you keep getting concussions, they are not going away. Uh, the residuals and the post concussion syndrome. Post concussion syndrome is not two weeks. It's it's a syndrome for a reason. Yeah. Um. And, you know, like I, I live every day knowing the fact that at any point in time, you know, like this week I was cutting wood. Uh, we have fireplaces in the house that we, we dearly love. So uh, I was cutting wood and I just had to sit down for 10 minutes yeah. for no other reason, for no other reason that I was just like, okay, I'm getting a little bit dizzy. I'm getting a little bit, you know, and I'm, I'm just overworking my heart rate now. I'm a month out my last concussion so should i have been cutting wood probably not but in the same breath and you know you like you're stubborn yeah, so it's it's kind of like do as i say and not as i do is yeah. probably the best best way to describe it it's a lot of like you you got you got to do something so you live you know i mean and then those that that's you know like i'm i'm back one time with this stuff too like a lot of stuff i'm doing i shouldn't be doing it just but it's just because what i know now but like I shouldn't be as active as I am. So not as active. I should be as active as I am, but I shouldn't. I should take it easy sometimes, and I don't. I don't know if that's an issue. Yeah, but I mean, the other side of that is too is that like, 
you know, if you get that, if you get that first, you know, symptom, it, whether it's lightheaded or dizzy or, you know, your head starts to pound or whatever, just sit down. Yeah. It's you know what I mean? Fun. You can, you can give yourself 10, 15, 20 minutes. If it's cotton wood, that wood's going to be there tomorrow. Yeah. You know, if it's, if it's, uh, if, it's, if, it's, try, if it's trying to paint the wall, if it's trying to paint the wall and you get like that wall is going to be there tomorrow. God willing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, barring an act of God. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's great. It's something that's great to pay attention to. It's, it, it's, and it's, it, to me, it's interesting, uh, just to see, some of the stories, like I love platforms like this where people can tell their stories and, and cause not everybody's concussion experience is different. I'm sure Cassandra could probably take another half hour and talk about her exact experiences and yeah. the way that she's gone through it and felt, uh, you know, in her experience. So it's, it, nobody has the same story. We all had the same, again, nucleus of the story, but nobody, uh i have a friend of mine who played hockey and and he was a bit of a fighter and uh you know 20 years later since the last time he dropped his gloves playing hockey he's still he fell off an inner tube on lake muskoka a couple summers ago and just basically had to go into shutdown mode because he was yeah right it could happen so easy and the first one it's like that one chink in the armor you know it's yeah. uh once you get your first one the second one's coming i don't care yeah. who you are i don't care how careful you are i don't care if you get diagnosed with it you get one you're gonna get another one um and yeah other than that i mean in synopsis just it's it's terrible but but just get educated i i would love to see more education with it uh, and i and i and we do see it in in the minor sports programs uh, I think that that's fantastic. Um, and media has been great too. Uh, we haven't even touched on the, you know, the, the mental health aspect of concussions. Yeah, exactly. And, that's just... and you know, I, I, I was diagnosed with severe depression. Um, you know, part of it was part of it was things that have gone on in my life and, and, and losses and stuff that I've had. And, and then another part of it is, you know, they do link some part of that to, to head trauma and, yeah. you know, it's, makes yeah, 100% makes sense. You know, like when somebody tells you, you can't do something, yeah, they're used to doing it you know, like it, there's, there's just that proud part of your body that says, yeah. you know, like F you, yeah, I can do I can do yeah. that. Yeah. Realistically, you can't. Yeah. You can't do that. And then, you know, like that all this stuff compounds and you know it's uh it's it's a it's a dirty spider web that just doesn't stop. But at the same time, as long as people are preventative and you know, it's about knowledge. You know, yeah, no, I mean because you what you're talking about there is just what I I know it sounds like you have also it's like I know I have slowed down the best you mind more recent of slowing down and shit slow down before, but just just like like you said, like that log the log will be there tomorrow. That wall will be there tomorrow. Just like just like just take it in. Just 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 it's not that important even though you're like when you're young, if you're you can hug you like oh, I'm gonna fight that guy. Well just 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 I know like it's a point about the game or or if you're like I'm gonna take the jump. Like 
It's, you know, if you don't, it's not the end of the world. It's not like it's going to be like some disastrous event for your life if you don't do it. Just just one second, just don't do it, and then you'll, or, you know, just think about, uh, think, think about, not, not think about the future, because when you're young, you can't. It's part of, the, part of being young is you can't really think about the future. It's not not point for it, but then just to, and to enjoy every moment, obviously, but to also just to, like you said, just, just, just realize just take a second, just take a breath and realize that it's not it's not important that it's just done now. It'll be there tomorrow, it'll be there in two minutes, it'll be there in one second. Just yeah. It, especially especially when you're dealing with this stuff. It's uh it's it just I can tell you the dark the dark days of concussions are very dark days. Yeah. And um, you know, the the depression that comes with it and and the residuals and stuff like that it's it's it, it's an early thing it's scary i mean you know i look at what my experience since i've been with amber and what she's seen with uh with with you know me going through excuse me symptoms and stuff like that um like i i wouldn't want to see somebody sleepwalking yeah i wouldn't want to see somebody hallucinating and thinking that you know, you're in the same room, but something is happening over here. Yeah. I'm watching something happen. I like, as far as I'm concerned, I'm in a video game and she's lying next to me thinking like, there's nothing over there. I don't see anything. Yeah. I don't know what you're. And then, you know, that's, that's, that's gotta be scary. So, uh, knowledge, 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 just, yeah. you know, take, take in podcasts like this. I love, I love podcasts like this, you know, for a workout or, or for a drive or something like that, just because you're learning about something that everybody's talking about now. Yeah. Everybody talks about this. It's so out in the open. It's just, you know, like every other day, even on, you know, your local news, like you listen to VOCM, you, they're talking about a concussion. Yeah. That didn't happen 30 years ago. That didn't happen 20 years ago. No, exactly. 10 years ago. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. it's so like it's it's and it's the sort of thing. It's like if you say it three times, you'll remember it. You know, there's an old I think it was Dale Carnegie or, or one of those like sales things. They say if you say something three times in a row, Chris Ryan, Chris Ryan, Chris Ryan. <laughs> we'll think about you'll think about Chris Ryan. Ryan dot com. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Chris Ryan music dot music. Com, uh, .ca, yeah. But that's another story. We're not. It's, it's, this this isn't just about uh, music. This is about. Uh, Let's raise some awareness and and, yeah. and try and help raise awareness for this because it's it, it's gross. That's a word trying to Cassandra, Cassandra and I and the whole board of the Rangers Association of Local Centers, not really on the board. Cassandra is, is an employee, our only employee. But uh we're trying to we want we want to raise awareness, get this around Newfoundland Labrador well as much as we can anywhere else, frankly, as much as we can. Podcasts like this or through going to schools and talking to people or and things just going on. We want to. That's our, our one of our big goals to try to raise awareness of and make this make Rangers something that, that people actually talk about in in, in Newfoundland, as they say, John. But in Newfoundland, I mean, it's talked about a lot in Canada and on the and the but only in the in North America. Only it seems like, and even in the world, it seems like only when there's like sports on and you see somebody you see see it happen, like soccer or rugby or hockey or football. You see it happen, but if you can't see it happen, there doesn't it is that's not true because it obviously you can't see cancer happen then cancer is this and you know, so it's the same thing. It's like I'm just gonna say it the same thing. It's not the same thing, but it's like it's very important that people just just realize that it happens to otherwise. It happens not just in these 
major league sports and these professional athletes. Um, but you were talking about also your well, can we can really cover a lump in safety and men depression and all that give you talk about that for five minutes. It's not fair to those things, but 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 just mentioning a few like, well, you just kind of you really don't have the limit of time. So just your 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 figures of C D or what you know about C D that you think is just you've had much and who knows how many, I don't know how many it's on these professionals who've been diagnosed, they've had like football players, they've had like hundreds and thousands of hits, those of because of hits that are seem to be with the main culprit. So I wouldn't course i'm a doctor so you know, yeah i i mean that, that, that's just it you know like we touched on it earlier is like how many times did you how many times did you get hit when you were a kid and you yeah. didn't know what a concussion was you just kind of got up and get up you did it anyway when you look at these guys making millions of dollars and they've got you know they're supporting five families yeah you know like they're supporting um uh, mom, papa and their you know yeah, their cousins all live with them and their parents are there and they're supporting all these people you know you're dealing with hundreds of millions of dollars they're they don't care about they don't they don't care about the fact that okay i got a bit of a headache i'm still going back in there and taking the next yeah. snap and you know that's the sports side of things but you can get like like you can get a concussion you can get a concussion trimming the branches in in your in your lawn. You can get a concussion clearing out the driveway while while after a snowfall. Like this isn't just athletes. Yeah. And this this is this is kind of one of the funny things of, that uh, you know or not the funny thing. That's probably not the right word, but one of the things about concussions that's kind of peculiar is that it, it's it has this stigma that it, it it's a sports injury. Yeah, it's a sports injury, but so is breaking your hand. Yeah. Uh, I know I met a woman last week who broke her hand. She slipped on the ice. She broke her hand. She could have easily had a concussion. If her hand like if her hand didn't get down quick enough, she hit her head, she could have easily had a concussion. Yeah. Right? And that's you know, that's the only stigma that I that I don't like about co- concussions is that it's specific to sport. It's not specific to sport. It's 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 a, it's an injury. It's a broken bone. It's a sprained ankle. It's a separated shoulder. It's you like you can get that doing so many different things, and the concussion is the exact same thing. It is not specific to sport. You can you can you know suffer a concussion just like you can suffer a broken hand or a broken foot or you know like, but the residual effect for your mental health. Is completely different from breaking a hand or breaking yeah. a foot, and you know the residuals. Like it's just to me when I first got diagnosed with depression, I just realized like every time I would try and push myself, I was pushing myself to a point where I couldn't do it physically. Why couldn't I do it? And I went back because I was having, I was having headaches, I was having dizziness, I was having all this stuff, and then I just became frustrated, and then I just stopped doing stuff, just stopped yeah. trying. Yeah, you know, I shut down. I was, I was, that was it. I was done, and um, you know, it took some, it took some conversations to have with people to actually go have a conversation about it. Um, but you know, the mental illness side of things is, uh, you know, that's vast and again specific. It's a, it's, it's far more specific to. Uh, I don't know why I took this mic stand out because it keeps dropping down. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, it's the mental health. It, it, it affects people in different ways. Uh, but it certainly is a derivative of, of head trauma. Obviously there are, there are a bunch of other factors that, that, that do, uh, come into it. But I mean, you look at, uh, a lot of these big fighters like the David Bougards and, the um, uh, uh, Rick Rippon and, and, and these guys where they donated their brains to science and, you know, the CTE and these guys got hit in the head day in, day out. And it deals with substance abuse. It deals with, you know, all these, all these other things that, that are, you know, come back to one again, I use the word again, and I'm not trying to be a dead horse, but it's, it's true. It's one nucleus. It all comes back to head injuries. And yeah. that's why they're, that's why they're taking these pills because they know that they have to, they know that they're going to put their head in a position where it's going to get hit. Yeah. You know, you, you slip and fall. The other side of it is too. A lot of people don't understand this, and if you read up enough on it, you will. You can get a concussion without hitting your head. Yeah. Right. Like if you like, I remember I got I had one of my concussions. I think it was number seven or number eight. Um, I got tripped up, and I went down, and I kind of tucked my chin into my chest to keep my head from hitting the ice. Oh yeah. Okay. And. I got up and fell down again. It's like, oh yeah. So I go sit on the bench and yeah. diagnosed with another concussion. Like so I was like, and at time, again, without knowing, without the knowledge, um, how can I have a concussion? I didn't hit my head. I'd specifically yeah. tried to prevent myself from hitting my head. Nope. Still had a concussion. I still rattled that brain. So I don't know what's left up there now. Hopefully a couple of good songs, but uh We'll see what happens moving forward. I like, Cassandra, do you do want to jump in here? Because we've been talking for a while. Yeah, no, I think you hit a lot of really good points there that there's so many different things related to concussion, like substance abuse, mental health issues that a lot of people don't necessarily associate with it. So I'm really happy that you did hit those points because that's something I kind of want people to be aware of that. Yes, there's that primary injury, but there's also effects um, other than just the physical effects that come along with that injury. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, yeah. But I mean, other than that, I think I think we've touched on uh, a ton. Um, you know, again, if I could say one thing in, in my closure is, uh, I don't not only thanks to you guys, but uh, I don't again, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but knowledge is. Uh, Knowing what's going on with this stuff is it, it, it's great. It helps a lot. So, uh, you know, just if you if you have the time and if you're interested and if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have suffered like myself or Nick or Cassandra or, or you know anybody else oh, yeah. who's been in the public eye. There's, I mean, there's hundreds of thousands of people who go through this. Um, but one thing is, don't be afraid to talk about it. Uh, that's one thing that I've yeah. always stood by. I'm, I'm, I have never been, I have never held back about talking about my experiences with concussions because I have talked to people who have had a lot of experience with concussions. And that's why I am so open to talk about it. Um, because it's something that I truly believe needs to be spoken about more. Um, and you know, like the, it's, it's just like the mental health, this whole bell let's talk and, and that sort of thing. I mean, that, that does have a, that does, you know, 
skirt the concussion talk a little bit, but um, you know, it's at the end of the day, you we we you need to talk about it because if not, you're going to bottle it up and bottle it up, and it's going to come out in a terrible way. Yeah. And 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 that's the scary thing is that uh, it's your brain. Your brain does funky things. Your your brain does. There's a reason that neurologists make as much money as they do because holy, there's just so much going on up there. Yeah. <laughs> well, in, in in your brain, mine's a little bit mushy. <laughs> but um, yeah. In closing, just you know, just talk about it. Make it a part of a, a conversation. Uh, and if you if you know somebody who has had a concussion, just pick the you know, terrible, terrible pun, but pick the brain, intentional. Yeah. Pick, pick the brain, you know, and, and no, because you never know when you're going to be in that situation where you, where you notice somebody fall or you see somebody get hit and they're not standing right. There's a glaze in their eye. There's a, you know, they, they, they just, just vomit, you know, like, yeah. like all of these things. And that's the crazy thing. There's so many, there's so many symptoms to a concussion that are the same symptoms that you would get if you had a hangover. Yeah. If you had a flu. Yeah. If you had, you know, and um, disease or something like that. Yeah, one hundred percent. That yeah. was that was a crazy thing for me when this first all, all started. Was that like, okay, do I have a hangover because I w- was had had a few pops with the guys last night while I was watching the game, mm. or you know, am I not out of that concussion yeah. realm yet? Like, am I not, am I still like, there's so many masking things, but you know, talk, talk, talk. That's all I could say. Uh, it's in, as I just did for almost an hour. So. It's a great, great point because I think you've been in a really knowledgeable and excellent guest. And uh, hope we, hope we did that. We all can raise awareness here in, in Newfoundland Lab or in, in Canada, both throughout the world, obviously, but, we're here in St. John's in Newfoundland, Lever, but anywhere in Newfoundland, we're going to raise awareness and get people to talk about this and realize that just not not just it's not just sports, it's everybody, it's every life that can you can get concussion through multiple multiple ways and multiple star multiple multiple is not even seems like a small word, seems like two or three, but lots a breadth of symptoms and uh, but Cassandra, I think I'll. Let you before I ask Chris about his uh, social media and which he doesn't like in his in his website stop music, but but last that you that that you uh, just say what you want to say it to you and to, and advertise the Newfoundland or NLB NLBA and yourself. All right, thank you, Nick. Okay, so yeah, if anyone here in Newfoundland Labrador wants to find out anything about brain injury or anything like that, we're here to help you out. So you can go to our website, www.nlbia.ca, or you can follow us on social media, NL Brain Injury Association on Facebook and at NL Brain Injury Association on Instagram. Uh, It doesn't have to be anything specific. If you're just curious, you can always reach out and we're here to help. I think this is great, and hopefully, if you're just curious, you can listen to more of these podcasts and just as Chris was saying, do 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 some like serious research, not just like googling and finding some random story about concussion, but do some like actual research and look at the look at the sources you're getting and uh, find out like what the like Medline, for example, in the states, UHN Concussion Central, 
and uh, just some real and I'll say of course the NBA, but that goes without saying. But uh, I'm gonna just find out some real information about this and real, not just what's written down. But symptoms are not just what you read on like a short article about like headaches or fogginess or dizzy. That's it. Doesn't mean doesn't that's not it. That's just the most common. That's not it though. There's a lot tons of symptoms. So uh, as Chris was saying, just knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. And Chris Ryan music in it and all that. Chris music, Chris Ryan. I'll let him say because I don't, don't want to butcher his website. Uh, but, uh, I, I I probably will too. <laughs> uh, my my personal website is chrisrymusic.ca. Uh, you can reach me. Uh, you can actually personally reach me right from the website uh, to talk about the music. Um, I'm open about concussions. I'm more than happy to talk about my personal experience if anybody wants to talk about what they're going through uh cassandra you know if 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 anything is ever needed or somebody to speak uh i'd be more than willing and happy to do that um see ryan and l on twitter and uh instagram uh chris ryan music ca on facebook and yeah go watch christmas card feeling it's a lovely hallmark movie ho 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 i'm sorry christmas card christmas Christmas and wolf creek is the movie <laughs> just say it. Christmas, and Creek. Christmas and Wolf Creek, and uh, you can check it out. Movie, but most of all, Chris Ryan Music.ca for Chris Ryan Music, and uh, well, I guess most of all, to run about Christmas and brain injury and educate yourself. And thank you all for listening. And hopefully, this will help light open up some people's eyes about the importance and prevalence of brain injury, and including concussion. concussion. In Newfoundland, Lab, Newfoundland Labrador, in Canada, in the world. But uh, also, uh, just thank everybody for listening. And uh, and yeah, I hope you're listening. And I think this this podcast, Chris, just let you know this podcast will be out tomorrow. But I will now stop the recording. So thank you all for listening. Thanks, guys. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.